Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Forest Spirituality with me, Julie Brett. Today I've got uh, an interview for you with my friend Matt Stone, who I met through uh, running Druids Down Under, and um, it's always been really interesting to have him around on Facebook in the Druids Down Under group and and when we all get together because he is a Christian Druid and it's really interesting to hear his different perspective on the way that we do things and because we want to be inclusive and because really so much of the history of, uh, you know, the places where we get our inspiration from come from actually Christian sources as well as um, having a lot of pagan elements in them, there's often a, a fair bit of Christian uh, information there. It's um, a path that people who are Christian can follow and have a, a very full experience. So we, we like to be welcoming and inclusive and allow for people of all different kinds of paths and all different kinds of beliefs um, to be a part of the circle so that we can just celebrate our diversity. So it was really nice to sit down with Matt and have a chat about his experiences and the things that are important to him in his practice of Druidry. And uh, we were at his house for a drumming circle that he runs in in Sydney. And um, uh, the dogs were barking a little bit when people came to the door. So um, excuse that a couple of times in there. But um, I, other than that, it was a great chat and I really hope you enjoy having a listen in. I'll see you next time. Hey, so, um, yeah, would you like to just tell me about you and your path and... Okay. I don't know. What's, what is Druidry for you and how is it unique and, and how do you combine your other beliefs yeah. with, with what you do? Okay, so um, my name is Matthew Stone. Um, so I'm a Christian Druid, which is probably a bit, sounds a bit strange for some people. For me, it's a case of, yes, I'm a follower of Jesus, but um, I very much, um, I've always had an interest in nature and found that I, I connected with the divine through nature and uh, discovering druidry, it just seemed like a, a natural fit for me. So um, I find there's a lot of stuff that's um, quite quite compatible. So um, How did you come to find druidry? Like, were you brought up Christian and found druidry later or is yeah, that how well, it happened for you? I, well, it's it's... It's a fairly long, convoluted journey. Oh, uh, we've, got, we've got a bit of time, so that's okay. <laughs> so I, I was actually brought up in a, in a fairly nominal Catholic family. So they were Catholic, but, you know, they weren't all that, that serious about it. And I went to a, a Catholic school, but um, it was fairly early on. I had, had a lot of questions and didn't necessarily get particularly good answers. And um, when I was oh, probably about 15 or so, um, I got really into the the heavy metal scene of the time and and um that led to experimentation in all sorts of occult stuff and um by the time I was 18 I'd I'd given away the the Christian side of things altogether and got yeah, in, right. yeah got involved in the the new age movement so um that was probably around eighty six or something like yeah. that. So, so, so then, then there was a journey back to Christianity at some point in your life. Was yeah. There, like, yeah. Did, did, had you found Druidry at that point? When no. You were exploring new I, age I, things. I, it was mainly exploring new age things. So I, I um, mainly meditation. Mm -hmm. So I actually got quite heavily into Zen meditation at at one point, um, and then. Um, 
So it was more into the sort of Eastern philosophy and, yeah, and, right. and that side of thing. Um, Taoism sort of got thrown into the mix as well. Mm. So, But Zen was probably the main influence on me. But uh, I, I did sort of, you know, explore a bit of Wicca and a few other things, but but um, it was probably the Zen that grabbed me more at that stage. Um, then when I was around 25, I, I sort of explored... Um, uh, Christianity again, but it, it was um, it was a case of I Jesus himself like personally um, uh, made an impact on me, but I didn't necessarily deal with a lot of the church subculture, so mm. um, I was still uh, doing meditation and all sorts of things like that. And and so what, so what about the church subculture? Was what like what kind of church did you end up sort of well, exploring was, when you went back to it? When I went back, it was an Anglican, but yeah, right. I, I never really have been. There's kind of old school pews and. Oh or, no, or that, was it kind of like there's it was kind more of the, like some fun. Yeah, it was more the contemporary stuff. Yeah, right. yeah, it was one of the more contemporary ones, but even so, um, I found that um, they had very dualistic way of thinking uh-huh. that did, that didn't gel with me particularly yeah. had gone through all the eastern stuff so at the same time i also explored a lot of eastern christianity mm. off on the side so i was looking at the um uh and the mystical traditions through the christian mystical traditions yeah. and um and even some of the esoteric christianity so do you want to talk about like what the difference is there and why that mm. was more appealing to you than that like the uh, like explain like what the dualism means to you and yeah. what the mystical side of things is, and maybe how, yeah, okay, like why they were more appealing. So they, um, the thing that attracted me about the mystical side is, well, first of all, there wasn't the the radical mind body split that that you see in in some traditions, mm. um, and that's something what, like like the body is evil, or, yeah, or that like kind flawed of thing. in some way, and the the mind is like can control, yeah, and they emphasise. That, right. Is that what you mean by dualism, or do you mean sort of like that comes into it? Evil yeah, sort that, of thing. It comes into it. It's also uh, it also insides of rationality is good, but the unconscious, you know, hypnosis, oh, that yeah. sort of thing, right. trance, that sort of stuff that you stay away from. Mm. Whereas for me, I'd found meditation very helpful. So um, yeah, I was ex- interested in exploring. Well, you know how how can I explore meditation as a Christian? Um, so that had opened, so right from the beginning, I was, I was interested in integrating all sorts of different stuff. I just wasn't interested in following just one tradition. Yeah. Um, so, so was there that like a point, um, in, you know, when you were exploring new age things that you had rejected Christianity because it didn't have the answers for you? Like, was there, like, I think a lot of people that come to paganism hold a bit of resentment at that point. Mm. And And I did too. Like, did you have to work with like healing your relationship with Christianity? Mm, And like, what was that like? Yeah, very much. Like, was there like a moment when you were like, I I need to look at that again or, um, and like, how did that come about? Well, it was, it was kind of weird actually. Um, I, it was actually came down to, um, I, part of it was wrapped up with, um, uh, my wife Donna at the time. She was a Christian. I, I wasn't. Um, and so that, that created, well, this was when we sort of just first, Wanting uh, to have it. like common ground. Yeah, wanting to have common ground. So, mm. um, but I was very anti-Christian. Yeah. Um, so, 
the uh, for me that was uh, you know it was basically it was a source of tension with us. And at one point I just just basically said to God, well, okay, well if I'm going to explore this seriously, then you've got to send somebody to me because uh, you know I can't figure this sort of work my way through this myself and. Uh, the next day, somebody showed up. <laughs> so, oh, really? So, 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 tell me that story. Yeah, so, uh, basically, when I, I'd, uh, I'd missed my bus, and um, so I ended up catching a different bus, and I hopped on the bus, and there, sitting in the front seat with an empty seat next to her, was um, this girl who I I'd sort of met briefly through Donna. She was one of her friends, and, and uh, she'd apparently missed her bus, too, and ended up here, and, and she came back to my place, and... and had a chat with me about a whole bunch of stuff, but yeah, as soon as I saw her, I, I said to God, "You bastard!" But uh, why was it about this person? Well, see, I I didn't I didn't want uh, I didn't want to be going down this path. So, oh, right. yeah, as I said, I was quite anti. So, but what what did you talk about with her? That like was that a significant? Yeah, it was. It was a significant in terms of yeah, just working through different uh, problems that I had with it. Yeah, right. So, so was she Christian? Yes, yeah, so right. she was Christian. And was she like? Um, like, what was her reaction to you? In oh, well, she, she was quite, yeah, well, she ended up being one of our bridesmaids. Eventually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, no, she was quite nice. But so, she, so you sort of found, like, someone that could help you work it out? Yeah. That, so wow, she, yeah. Yeah, so she helped me work through some of the questions. Yeah, that, that's so. great. So that was good. And, John, see, Donna had um, um, challenged a few of my preconceptions, too, because she was... Um, she was studying environmental science at the time, mm. and I couldn't understand. You know, most of the Christians I'd met prior to that had been fairly obnoxious and fairly anti-environment and all the rest right. of it. Whereas she was actually studying it, and she was quite into nature. So, what was her perspective on that? Like, what was different? Yeah, well, uh, well, it was just she just saw it as a natural fit. Yeah, um, like like God is in nature. Sort yeah. Of. Yeah. So it opened me up to different perspectives there. Yeah. I suppose that's really important, realising that there's so many different ways that Christianity can be understood. Yeah. It, it basically yeah, showed me, yeah. like There was more than one way of doing it. Yeah. Assume people are all believing the same thing. Mm. Mm. So, but as I became a Christian, it, it didn't stop me from exploring different things. So, um, you know, in the years I've explored, you know, tarot from a Christian perspective as well, like... Yeah. Um, People may not realise that, um, you know, Arthur Edward Waite, who did, you know, the Rider Waite deck, he, he basically, he was actually um, an esoteric Christian himself. Yeah, right. Um, so he was involved in the Golden Dawn, but he later went on to create a mystical Christian society. Yeah, well, so as, was as like well. Gerald Garner and Ross Nichols. And yeah, like so Ross Nichols and Yeah. Yeah, so I sort of see myself as more in their tradition of, 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 um, yeah, I'm following a a path that, you know, Jesus is at the centre of it, but it doesn't mean I can't uh, explore different dimensions of reality. Yeah. uh, So what what areas are, like, within Druidry, like, what, um, how does Christianity come into what you do? Well, one of the things that immediately struck me um, is that I went to... um, Went to Druid event. I had a few friends in the UK who were who were on a similar journey to me. Yeah. Right. And uh, I said, oh, I, was, I was thinking of going to this this Druid thing, and, and what do you reckon? And they said, Oh, yeah, yeah, go along. Um, you'll probably be surprised how many connections you see there. And I said, oh, Okay, because at that time 
I knew a lot more about Wicca than I did about and and that I did about Druidry. Anyway. Right, and that was somewhere in Sydney, was it? Like yeah, I, well, it was up in the mountains. I think it was one you were actually actually to to be honest. Was it um, one that I ran? Oh, it could have been. Was it Druid Stand Under? It could have, it could have been one of them. Um, just in the last couple of years. Yeah, just yeah, in the right. last couple of years. Well, there yeah. you go. Yeah, isn't that amazing? So, <laughs> cool. it, yeah, and um, yeah, when 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 everybody got talking about Arwen, I you know that that immediately made a connection for me because it, it very much resonated with my own understanding of the Holy Spirit. Absolutely. And, yeah. and um, I thought, okay, well that 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 all makes sense to me. And yeah. um, so there was a lot of a lot of things that immediately connected and the, um, the, the offering of peace to the four quarters, um, I'm a pacifist, so, um, that, that immediately connected with me as well. And, uh, and having, um, sort of been journeying on the, the, um, doing the bardic grade, uh, yeah, I, I can say there's a lot of things that, um, I connected with, um, uh, and yeah, just the whole emphasis on, on bringing out your own creativity and mm. uh, myself personally, I've been working on trying to be a bit more grounded in the last last twelve months. So I've been focusing very much on the earth element. Mm. Um, and you're doing that with Obod, is it? Yeah, yeah so right. that's with that with that's with Obod. Mm. Yeah. So um, so I I'm I'm fairly sporadic with I tend to uh, do a whole lot in a flurry. And then have to sit back and let it percolate for a bit. Yeah, yeah. And then I might sure. go off and explore a few other things and then I'll, I'll come back and then... Um, yeah. I'm yeah, the same. It takes it. so long, yeah. Yeah, Just so... Bits and starts. But is there like... A, I, I find that the Obot is really... Um, they're very... Like the way that they teach is, is very open-minded. Like yeah. they do allow you to, you know, have your own beliefs, whatever they are. And yeah. I think that's really beautiful and welcoming. Mm. Um yeah, and I really nice. found actually the they've got a section on the Obod website uh, with a whole lot of Christian Druid resources. Oh, and, there you go. Uh, I found a lot of them very good. Yeah, um, right. And I've since um, connected with some of the people that that wrote them, and you know that uh, it's Great. like yeah, Obod definitely has a space for for um, people like myself, which um, yeah. which yeah, I, I found very encouraging so yeah um so. It, when you when you i'm quite curious um like when you do ritual um say you're doing an obod style ritual do you do it by like the way that they tell you or like they do often say make it your own yeah you know do it in your own style um so so should there be like say a, an invocation of a deity suggested mm. or something like that do you change that to be christian in well sense? i don't have to change it all that much yeah. um because sometimes it um, well, there's one. There was one Obod ritual where it actually talked. To, it actually without giving too much away. Oh yeah, yes. without, <laughs> without giving too much away. <laughs> but there was a there was a uh, an invocation of the uncreated one, the creative word, and the spirit of inspiration, which very much is tr oh. trinitarian for me. Sorry, what were they? The uncreated one. The uncreated one. So that's like God. Yeah, and the then... creative word. Right, and, that's and then Jesus. the and then the inspiring uh, and that's the yeah, inspiration. right, wow, yeah. there you go. I so, wonder where that came from. I wonder if that I think that was from Ross Nichols. Ross Nichols, and he was definitely a Christian, so yeah. he would put all sorts of. I think that was a Ross Nichols. One. And it's like, yeah, 
like so many like like the reason why we have prayers and things as well is mm. because Yola Morganic where where a lot of those prayers come from he was Christian yeah I don't know if you've looked at Bardas ever but it's full of I, Christian I've, stuff I've, I've dipped into it a little bit I, I want mm. to uh, go through it a lot that's that's on my uh, list of it's worth buying things like, to, to do I think anybody was like looking at Druidry should buy it just I mean it okay it's like flawed yeah um, but it's full of interesting things oh it's one of those things you, you sort of you take it with a grain of salt but it doesn't mean you can't get anything yeah. from it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. If somebody made something up yesterday, I'd still be interested. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. so there's definitely... Um, so I find that some yeah some rituals I adapt a bit, um, but others don't really need much adaption at all. Mm. Because I think one of the things I appreciate Druidry is it leaves that sort of thing um, fairly up to you. Mm. Um, it's not too prescriptive. Um, so, yeah, if if you want to um, folk serotonin or, or yeah if, if you just want to just to God it, it doesn't uh, you know it, it's flexible enough to allow that mm. Which, and, and if you're at rituals like group rituals and there's something quite specifically about a deity for example mm. does that jar with you at all or, or has your like um, exploration in other in you know religious paths I've, like like, do you feel like in calling yeah. yourself a Christian that you can't do certain, anything or that it doesn't Yeah, I do anything? with sometimes, mm. but not so much with Obot. Yeah, right. So, um... So, like, what would feel uncomfortable for you? If if it was, say, um, where it was specifically invoking the god and the goddess, um, that can... It depends on how it's done, but, but that can be a bit... Um, uh, problematic for me, but I'll find it a lot of the druid um, ones that I've been to so far. It's it's been done in a way that it hasn't um, really been an issue for me at all. Mm. So you and some, like some you can sort of interpret it in your own way, and that's okay. Yeah. Kind of thing, so so when we went to the um, the druids down under back, what was it? February, January, was, February last year. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was almost just over a, a year, year ago. ago. Yeah. Yeah. So most of the rituals there were were yeah, I was fine. There was, hmm. I think there was one when there was a non-obod person that was doing obsession of it, and I thought, well, it doesn't gel with me quite as well. But I thought, okay, I'll just roll with it. So yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, because we had um, people from obod as well as the. British Druid Order and ADF. Yeah, yeah. So um, there's a or, few other traditions. Or, and there. ADF is much more, uh, um, well, deity focused, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, and the way that I do Druidry, like I, I find that deity can be acknowledged mm. in our own ways by recognizing the ancestors of inspiration, mm, which mm. can be, you know, it could be Jesus. Yeah. Or it could be. And I, I find that, that quite flexible. And, that yeah, kind of like way I, that's why I kind of like that. Um, yeah, I, I tend to make our ritual quite sort of deity non-specific, unless unless we've decided right we're going to do a, a ritual for Bridget or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like what about saints? Like if you were brought up as a as a Catholic, do you do you well, work with the idea of saints? Or that like is Saint that is Bridget? an interesting question because yeah, right. um, yeah, I, I'm sort of more Protestant uh, in the way I approach things these days. However. Engaging with with Druidry and other Western esoteric traditions has brought that question back to the foreground um, in terms of, well, a lot of the gods 
and a lot of the the angels and and saints. So there's sometimes I wonder if if we're talking about the same thing, just using different language. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, so I've always found that really um, jarring for me. Like the idea of a god mm. is such to me such a Christian idea, mm. and it's like when Christianity came and started talking about the Celtic mm. traditions, they named things gods. Mm. Um, or saints or whatever, mm. and and they, I think they change it because it's not really either. I don't think they are really. They're yeah. they're just kind of like, they're important stories in these, mm. you know, powerful characters. But the idea of a god might not necessarily have been what they were. Mm. And to to make the, that the way I tend to understand thing right. is that there's, is in terms of there being one uncreated, an uncreated one who mm. who, um, like a Nuifer almost. Yeah. 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 Uh, and that's how I understand God. Mm. But that God is perfectly um, fine with working through intermediaries at different times. So there, there's other spiritual entities, whether we call them gods, whether we call mm. them angels, you know. Yeah, or saints. Uh, or saints, even, yeah. you know. Yeah. That, that, um, so... It's like a powerful ancestor. Yeah. Or yeah. I think. So. Yeah, I, I so I'm really quite agree open to. Yeah, that. I'm like, quite quite open to working that way. Yeah. And so that's how I understand. Um, that's how I tend to understand. Mm. Like, there's some of the esoteric Christians have actually they've drawn up correspondence <laughs> tables between the uh, the planetary gods and and the, diff the various archangels. Yeah. Right. So they. Yeah. So Michael, for example, corresponds um, with with the sun, yeah, um, and and Luna is Gabriel um, under some traditions. Yeah. So even even within esoteric Christianity, there's there's quite a few, you know, different systems and everything. Yeah. But so yeah, so I've explored um, some of the old grimoires for that reason, just to because yeah, right. there's, there's a, some interesting stuff there. I don't necessarily. Um, ascribe to everything that's written down in there, but I, I just find it can be mm. um, give me interesting threads to follow. Yeah, I think that's what we're all doing in the end, isn't it? We just mm. have the the sort of you know you you have the opportunity to interpret mm. it yourself these days. Yeah, there's no dogma, I suppose. One of the um, guys I find very inspiring um, is actually Tolkien. Yeah, right. I don't know if you've you've heard a group called the Inklings. Um, no. They were basically, it was a bunch of um, friends, authors, um, who used to meet up in this pub in Britain and talk about the the um, fantasy novels they were writing. Yeah. So they're basically uh, a bunch of Christians who were very interested in myth. Mm. Um, and some of them are very well known. So J.R. Tolkien, mm -hmm. um, C.S. Lewis, mm. and there was another guy, less well known, Charles Williams. So Charles Williams... Um, he was actually a member of the Golden Dawn at one stage. Um, so most, yeah, right. most people don't realise this. C.S. Lewis, one friends. of his best mates, was a Golden Dawn member. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. so, and they wrote, yeah, so a lot of their fiction that they wrote, it, uh, yeah, so they had, they're operating out of a Christian worldview ultimately. Mm. But they were interested in magic and, mm. and, and, and myth. And, yeah, uh, and so many people kind of come to uh, paganism and druidry through those sort of ideas of these fantasy worlds. I yeah. Think. Like, like they're so appealing and old-worldly and yeah. magical. Yeah. So if you've ever read The Cimmerellian, um, no. that's, that's... Is that Tolkien? That's Tolkien. Yeah, right. 
uh, that's where he's basically got his creation myth. Oh, right. Um, wow, no, I haven't heard of that. And he brings all... Um, so of the of the, like the Lord of the Rings world. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know of that. So it's from a esoteric Christian perspective. It's very interesting. Yeah. Work. Right. So yeah. How interesting to bring that sort of storytelling aspect of it. Mm. Yeah, but that's fascinating. So there's ultimately there's a there's a single creator, but he um he brings forth all these other entities who who. The, who become the gods mm. of his world, and they sing creation into existence, wow. and um, and that's yeah, that's the backdrop to a lot of the the myths and everything that come out in the Lords of the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, right. um, so the Valinor, all it, that sort I of stuff. I remember reading. Um, so I went to a Bible study group mm. um, with my mum's church for a while. So just really nice people, mm. um, and. Uh, we were looking at Corinthians, and mm. there's a little passage in there. I don't know the number, yep. but it says something about other gods and nature spirits. Yeah. And it says, um, it just it it sort of acknowledges that they exist. Yeah. But it says just don't worship them. Yeah. Um, like I mean, it's, mm. and I think that like that to me the idea of worship mm. is actually it jars with me a little bit personally, yeah. like on my my journey. So mm. I, I mean, I know other people might be much more comfortable with that concept, but. But I don't feel like I worship a nature deity. I yeah. I work with it. It's a companion or an ally, or I you know I recognize and honor it. And mm. yeah, so like there's like that didn't feel like anything bad to me. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, it's it's interesting. There's actually uh, at another point uh, in the Book of Acts where um, I think it's Paul and Barnabas. They're in this um, town. I forget the name of the town off the top of my head. But they they get hauled up, and um, some people, you know, by a bunch of people that don't like them there, and they want to get rid of them. But the leader of the town comes out, and he says, "Oh, well, look, they haven't um, they haven't dishonoured Artemis, or or um, or uh, uh, said, you know, slandered our gods or anything like that. They've respected them, so you know." Um, so who's basically trying to calm everyone down and saying, look, you're getting a bit carried away here. They, mm. they weren't slandering our gods. And, mm. and there's actually other sections where it, it talks about, um, uh, yeah, not slandering other gods. So, yeah, right. So the, um, it's, it's interesting. A lot of Christians don't read all their Bibles, so they don't. <laughs> They've tended to read past these things, yeah. unfortunately, but there's actually, uh, there's, there's some interesting stuff in there yeah, that uh, it's it's worth reading and uh, like I I get I get as riled up about in fundamentalists as much as any pagan. Yeah. You know I I find them horribly offensive at times, so yeah. I I can understand why other people do too. Yeah. 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 I mean, what we all love is peace. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And getting along. Yeah. And seeing the magic in in nature, isn't it? Yeah. Or in the world. Well, speaking of peace and magic, maybe yes, we should get to some. We need drumming. to go and do some. <laughs> yes. So thank you very much for thank that. Thank you. It was Thanks for having me. To, to talk to you, and I, I hope that we'll get to do it again one day. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Thank you.